Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there. I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we are here to talk about the Toronto Real Estate Board statistics for March 2022. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, hope you are doing well and uh, welcome back. I hope you had a good one. Um, we've got the TREB stats out now for March. So as always, like to share those with you. It has been a weird couple months, I would say. Wouldn't you say, Leslie? I think it has been a bit of a, a roller coaster and at the, so- at the same time, maybe a bit of an upside down roller coaster. Yeah. My sense is that, I mean, typically we're a little bit slow right off the bat um, after New Year's, ramping up to the spring market starting you know, in February, and uh, this year seemed to have been re- reversed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, in my experience, and I think the numbers support this, it was crazy in January and February, and then maybe kind of a bit soft mm-hmm. ever since. Yeah. So a bit of a, roller, a bit of a reverse to our normal experience, in, you know, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel the same. I, I definitely feel it from a... Like a, on, it, the, on the ground. In the trenches, yeah. kind of a Yeah, you're, no, you're feeling, noticing a difference? Yeah, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of houses not selling. Yeah. So I'm seeing, or maybe not selling on the first go around. So yeah. they're selling ultimately, but, you know, the multiple offer strategy for a lot of places aren't working. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, they, maybe they get a few, maybe they don't. Uh, and then they relist. So the thing that messes people up, and they may not know this, um, is that when we talk about the stats, they don't always reflect the realities. They're not going to reflect the terminations and relists. Mm-hmm. They're going to show how many sales there were. Mm-hmm. And not what was behind them. Not and the not process, what was behind not them. Not what led to them. Yeah. And that's where we're seeing the difference. Yeah, yeah, so that may not necessarily show in what we're talking about today or what anyone's seeing. But now I don't know if it is. It was a March break was the switch for me. It seemed like yeah. March break happened, everything changed, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely seeing it in particular neighborhoods. Durham region has definitely been hit the hardest. Yeah, my, I don't, you know, my sense is that that's been the hardest, mm-hmm. that that's where it's really showing itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with you about the timing of when it happened, and was it that, uh, interest rate change was it um too much inventory all of a sudden people coming out um i can't speak to one particular thing that should have caused yeah such a dramatic change but i do feel like when we start to like really feel it is 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 kind of an indicator of what's going on and i think also part of the problem is you know i think sellers having seen what's been happening recently are holding on to those mm-hmm. expectations. Yeah. And there's a lot of wonky kind of psychology going on now <laughs> yes. in selling. Yeah. Um, that people see what happened, well, for the last two years, but also more recently, January and February, and think that's happening now. That's right. I, and, so and there's I'm, a learning that needs to happen that hasn't yes, happened. Yes, that hasn't happened yet. There's there's definitely an expectation problem. Yeah. Um, and also from the buyer's perspective. So, you know, I've, I've sold a couple of places this week. 
Um, in all cases, buyers have been way more cautious than they were. They're worried about the interest rate hike coming up the next one. Um, they're worried about prices going down. And I think for the first time I'm hearing people actually believe what the media is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not it's going to happen, we don't know. But there's definitely a fear of prices dropping, of interest rates going up, and of them getting stuck with the, with a house that they you know, isn't worth it. So, you know, offers I'm seeing on properties are way lower than they should be. And they're all coming in in and around the same price, which is interesting. So, you know, I think the prices we were seeing in January, February, not what we're seeing now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's both a factor. Do you think of some buyers um, just cooling it, cooling their jets for a while because they're uncertain? Um, And also uh, the ones that are remaining in just not being as strong. It's both factors. Yeah, I think it's probably both factors. Mm-hmm. I think some of it also is let's just see what we can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think that, you know, buyers are putting in offers on properties. And if they don't get it, they'll just move on to the next 230 that look the same. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much inventory that's all the same right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, and particularly in Durham, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure. I've kind of been monitoring Peel. It seems like Mississauga's a little slower as well right now. Um, Toronto, certain neighborhoods seem to be quieter. Others, not as bad. But even on things I've been offering on for my clients, instead of having like 30 offers, there's one or two. Right. I, I was in an offer presentation last night with a with a property. There's only two offers. I think it probably sold for what it should have sold for. Maybe right. a little less. But we didn't get it. But it was uh, only two offers. Yeah. And in the agency, they had a lot of showings. So they think there's, you know, people are tire kicking and they have certainly not a buyer's market per se, but they've definitely got the opportunity to make more choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting Mm -hmm. to see what this month holds and if this pattern continues. Um, We still, though, have, even though we're saying this anecdotally, there's a lot more inventory. March still had tighter inventory. Um, than normal, uh, you know, way less listings than normal. Right, so it's still a a chronic problem. It's still a chronic problem, although, you know, I don't feel it per se, but um, I think maybe because there's less buyers out, I don't know. Uh, But again, I think it could depend on, you know, your neighborhood. Yeah, that might be especially the case in Durham. I think so. Mm -hmm. You know, I know in the areas I've been looking at in the last little while, there's there's not a ton uh, like where I live, for example, yeah, there's very little available for sale. Same. Everything's still going well. I don't yeah. know how many offers they're yeah. getting if that's changed, but yeah. the prices are are good. Prices are good, yeah. but they're not maybe as crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think you know, um, buyers and their agents are seeing what's happening in the market, and they're being a little bit more cavalier. Like we've got the power now. We, we yeah. can. Well, this is our offer. Take it or leave it. That's right. There's a lot of that. that. We haven't seen that in a long time. Oh my god, a really long time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sort of scary for sellers, like you said, because their expectations just aren't there yet. Right. Yeah, they haven't caught up with the, a little bit of the new reality. Right. Now, certainly, if you had anything, you know, that stands out, anything unique or anything like really gorgeous, um, you know, you're you're still gonna. They're still going crazy. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but you know, for the the person out there, you know, that's got the average home Mm -hmm. or the average condo, you know, I wish you had a sold two months ago. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there were a lot of, a lot of my clients, I had said, you know, back in January, 
February, sell first. Give yourself a really long closing and buy because I think you're going to have more option. But mm-hmm. no one wanted to do that. Right. Every single person I was working with wanted to buy first. And they've all got caught. Right. They've yeah. been caught. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Right. Um, okay, so let's go over the stats then for March. Um, and, you know, the numbers are still really good. It's just we have to kind of just see the trends. Um, let's talk about sales first. So we had uh, 11,000 sales, basically, which is 30% less than last March. Mm-hmm. Last March was a record. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had about 15,000. So... Um, you know, there, there is a quite a decline in sales. Having said that, uh, so were the new listings, right? Mm-hmm. But those don't match up. So mm-hmm. new listings were down slightly. Sales were down dramatically. Right. So that's definitely giving us an indication of, you know, yeah. I meant to have a look headed. and I didn't have a chance, but maybe you did. Um, like 15,000 last year, 11,000 this year. Do we know, like, I'd be interested in knowing what it was the year before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe these numbers are more in line with that, and last year was a blip. Could be, yeah. Sometimes when you, when you like, look at these numbers in isolation, yeah, sometimes I think grain of salt. Yeah. But, because uh, if I recall, last March was crazy. Last March was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, last so March was strong, strong. March, you know, every March before that might have been more in line with this. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to look that up. Yeah, but I will. No, yeah, we'll get to that maybe as we're as we're mm-hmm. talking here. Um, the average price of a home in the GTA was one point three million. Mm-hmm. That is uh, up from last year, still a ton, eighteen and a half percent. Interesting though, down from February. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, and that's our experience. That's and that's our experience. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and down from January. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to kind of to see where that plays out. But yes, average selling price 1.3 and uh, just, you know, slipped, slipped since last year, or last uh, month, I should say, but, but up 18% over last year. So it's confusing for people. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, when you're looking at all this and then I've got some people, you know, who, who are bidding on things or looking at things and they're like, well, the prices are going down. It's like, well, they went down from last month, but they're still up. Tons from, and you know, in this particular neighborhood they were looking at, they were up 25% from last year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, they kind of, you know, there's a shift, but we're still, mm-hmm. we're still not there. So you have to really mm-hmm. pay attention to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's look at the actual sales per area as we do. Average price of a detached in the 416 was 1.9. It was over 2 million in February. So 1.9. And the average, and that was up nine and a half percent over last year. So that's probably that is the slowest segment, four one six detached mm-hmm. uh, of all the market. I'll still take nine point five percent, but you know, definitely not in in what we saw in the last couple of months. Right. Average price in the nine oh five was up twenty three percent. Again, last, I think it was almost 36% in yeah, February. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that brought the average price of uh, detached in the 905 to 1.6. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we like to look at the condo prices and specifically on, in uh, the 416. And the average price was 831000 And that was up 17.4%. So condo segments still doing well. 
better, really, than mm -hmm. most. Um, second best segment, actually, semi-detached was up 20%. Right. So the 905 is still up more than the 416 in terms of average annual increase in all of the segments. Uh, but, yeah, not, not necessarily what we've been seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, other interesting thing, uh, average days on market's the same, pretty much. So, you know, we look at that just to see how long are things sitting now. Yeah, it's a bit of a... And by the way, that's two weeks. So I just yeah. want to point that out to people too. There is this expectation that everything sells in one day. The average days mm -hmm. on market, for the most part, most of the year is about a, three to four weeks. Right. It's such a misconception. Like, I had this house recently. We had to play around with the price a little bit. It was a, you know, it was a bit challenging. At the end of the day, I think it was on the market for just over three weeks or not even quite four weeks. And it, and I think my client thought this was some sort of an eternity. And I, and I had to keep reminding her, this is actually normal. Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind, okay, so when we look at average days on market, that does not include things that were terminated. That's what I was going to say. It's a gooey, that's a gooey yeah. number to look at. So if the average days on market is showing 13, that basically means that half of those properties may have been listed yeah. already for two weeks. Yeah. So you have to really keep that in mind and, and look at it with a grain of salt, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, that's, I think an important indicator to me is, is, you know, I'm always looking at days on market because, mm -hmm. um, you know, that, I think that's important. We want to see like, are things sitting around? How is it, how's that going? What does that look like? Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, okay. Let's just go over kind of some of the key, um, key areas and sort of what we're seeing in terms of, of detached and such. So if we're talking about the detached market, in the uh, 905, um, we basically want to look at the highest and lowest, as we always do. Um, highest areas of increase. Oh, sorry, I've lost my page here. Just bear with me. Bear with me here. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here we go in the 905. Sorry, my page just like totally flipped on me. Okay, so for a detached, we're still seeing, um, you know, good increases in most areas. Like Halton was up 31%. Peel was still up 39%. Uh, Durham was up 42%. Right. So we're still seeing those high numbers up there. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe not as substantial, but still pretty good. Ajax, actually, uh, one of the winning areas with 44.5% increase in detached over last year. Mm -hmm. um, that and Caledon was up there with 44%. And um, those were pretty much the highest. We also had uh, Whitby up, you know, basically 43%. So um, although we're seeing the, the pull in Durham, it's not necessarily reflecting in the numbers yet. No, that's, so those numbers kind of don't gel with what we spent the first 10 minutes talking about. Mm -hmm. But trust us when we have our feet in the ground and yeah. working in it. Um, yeah, because yeah, those, are, those are good numbers. Those are good numbers. Mm -hmm. um, people are doing well. Yeah, people are doing well. Um, in the 416, if we're looking at detached... Um, most things hovering in and around, you know, 20%, I would say. Um, we had the strongest increases, looks like um, E9 again for, I think that's about the third or fourth mm -hmm. month in a row. They were up at 36.9%. Mm -hmm. wow. It's in the East End and uh, E7, which was uh, almost 37%. Wow. 
Um, there were no losers, so to speak, this this uh, month. Everybody did quite well. The lowest increase we had of all uh, was 16% in C1. Oh, yeah. We talk about that so many times. That's, yeah. That's completely understandable. Completely understandable. Mm-hmm. That's downtown. Everyone, if you're tuning in for the first time. Uh, condos also very, very strong, uh, which I, this is what I really like to see, because I think this is more indicative of, of the Toronto market right now anyway, right? Okay. It's like when condos go, when things are, are starting to feel not so good, I notice it more in the condo space. But, you know, so it's good to see that condos are still are still doing mm-hmm. well. Um, we've had a couple of real strong neighborhoods. The best, though, right now is uh, W10, where we had almost like a 42% increase in condo sales. Um, but yeah, everywhere else was was very strong. We had lots of you know anywhere ranging from twenty one to to forty two percent, and that was uh, C fifteen also strong at forty two percent. So, you know, lots of good numbers there. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, we have to just point out these are up over last year, down over last month. So that would take a long time for that trend to show down year over year and i'm not sure we're going to get there certainly no, no but you know maybe i think we'll start to maybe not see 40 percent increases mm-hmm. and maybe maybe 20 mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe 10 so how do you talk about that when you talk with people like i think at the end of the day i think for buyers it really comes down to how many if you're interested in a property let's look at the last sale of something similar Right, whether and if that was six months ago, it's harder. If it was last month, you know, you can kind of get a bit of a read. Um, and at the end of the day, if it's price low and there's multiple offers, is there interest on the property? How many offers are there? And then you just have to kind of adjust. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's um, if there's only one or two offers, then it you know maybe you've got a little bit more room mm-hmm. for price. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I'm finding it challenging on both the buyer and the seller side right now to sort of set expectations. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you almost want to say, forget January and February. Y- yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's start again. Like, that's unfortunate that that happened. It's not unfortunate, but that happened. But it's January and February. Yeah. Now we're April. Yeah. Uh, and more important, I think, to look at, like, overall trends mm-hmm. than little blips for a month, six weeks or so. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I concentrate on the changes year over year yeah. rather than... But, you know, on the other hand, if there are, you know, the house next door sold in January, then you pretty much know what to, what's going on. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, it, you know, we just have to really keep in mind all the numbers that we're seeing. Yeah. You know, try to give our clients the best analysis we can when they're they're bidding. I mean, I don't... We're not at the stage. I'll give you an example of a con- the one I was mentioning last night. We had an offer in. Right. There were only two offers. The last sale of this particular exact unit was a couple of months ago. And these people were insisting, insisting on offering less than a couple months ago. Okay. It, it was about four months ago. And they did ultimately, they didn't get it. So that strategy is still not quite working. So you have to really... You know, you can't go in way less than the last sale. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. So, right, you know, right. if you right. really want to get technical, you know, we, we could crunch numbers from right. six months ago, three months ago. You know, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you have to kind of have common sense. You can't just throw in some silly offer that's not going to get accepted, right? right. Yeah. And if you're in competition, 
you have to take all those numbers with a grain of salt, I think. I think so. Because, you know, you're up against someone else. How, how much do you love how it? How much how do you want it? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. At sometimes, I, and I really think, and I know our perspective of money is probably different than other people because we deal in, you know, this every day. But is 50000 60000 does it really make a difference to your overall 30-year mortgage. It sounds so funny hearing you say that, but it's... But it's it is exactly sort of right. true, you know? And I'm like, okay, so sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to spend another 20. Yeah. Or I don't want to spend oh, another know. 30. And I get it, but, yeah. like, you need to really run those numbers. What is that yeah. over 25 years? I've told this story before, so if, I, if you've listened to us for a long time, you've heard it before, so I apologize. But I remember our first house we bought and how much sleep I lost because yeah, we yeah. spent 5000 more <laughs> than our budget. And then three years later, we sold it for, I think, 400000 more than we paid. Isn't and that I thought, great? oh, okay, I only made 395 yeah. Like, really? I know. That is when I learned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you can carry something. <laughs> right. And, you know, right. Yeah, no, what, so 5000 more than my budget is, what, a Starbucks a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. If you're, if you're thinking about, um, you know, putting an offer in, and you're, the difference is $1.4 or $1.42, yeah. you know, like it's probably not, Yeah. it's not a huge amount uh, yeah. on the mortgage, right? Yeah. So there's lots of mortgage calculators out there. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's worthwhile looking at what those monthly, what, what the that monthly difference would is. Be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would, uh, it would help stem people's like freaking out about, about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, obviously having said that, you know, with interest rates going up, it does have a bit more of an effect than it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, fair, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, nonetheless, you know, I think, yeah, Mm -hmm. trust your lender, trust your numbers, really crunch them and make sure. And in my experience, I find that an extra hundred bucks a month, you know, I don't notice. I know I think I'm going to, it stresses me out. I do this every time I buy a new car. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't make that extra payment. Like that's just too much more. You know, meanwhile, it's like a hundred dollars or $150. And it's like, I can't, I'm trying to keep my payments the same, of course, which never happens. And I stress about it and I do it. And then all of a sudden I don't even notice a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just, you just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, obviously you're going to notice mm-hmm. $500, but maybe not a hundred dollars. So anyway, just, just food for thought, depending mm-hmm. on, like you said, how much you actually want the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what's what's your prediction then for the rest of the rest of the year? What do you think? I think we're I think we're in a, a solid real estate market. It's still the, you know, one of the sound it is the soundest investment you can make. Mm-hmm. And I think we uh, we may see a, just a bit of moderating of the frenzy of the craziness of it. But that's still still solid numbers I expect and um and still positive news. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a change in that. It may just not be um, as unbalanced as it was. Yeah, we. I think we just. You just have to have a little common sense going into it if you're a seller. Yes. And just sort be of. Realistic. Yeah, temper your expectations a little yeah. bit. And would you recommend to your sellers that now's a good time? Do you think, or would you tell them yes. to wait? No. Did you hear those numbers? I know. Of course I would. Yeah. Yes. Still good now. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe more than ever, it matters what real estate agent you work with, and it matters how you prepare your house and how you price it. Uh huh. I mean, those things always mattered. Yeah. But uh, absolutely, there are buyers out there, and prices are strong. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? That's right. And I think that is a really good point. 
point about uh, who you're working with matters. It's always interesting when market conditions get tight to see how many people drop out of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's 66,000 of us right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the huge majority, I think it's in the 90th percentile, don't sell more than 10 homes a mm-hmm. year. So those people tend to drop off. And you know, and I would, what I would say, you know, admittedly biasly is this is not a market in which to work with a discount agent. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. The, I mean, this yeah. is not the time to be fooling around. Right. To, for the sake of uh, what you perceive to be a little bit of savings, which we've debunked, I hope, um, yeah. because it isn't actually that. But, right. But uh, this is not the time for that type of activity. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's a confusing premise to me anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't... I'm. I'm trying to sell my largest ac- asset. I'm not looking for a deal. Right. <laughs> I just don't right. get... It's like going into... Uh, cosmetic surgery and looking for a bargain. It just doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Why would you do that? Yeah. And and not only that, but the the deal isn't in fact a deal. That's right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I think that uh, I believe in everything that you get what you pay for. Yeah. And this is a market where you want to get. What you're paying for. (laughs) That's right. You want to get. Exactly. Make it worth your time. Um, good. Okay. Anything else to contribute today or is that pretty much wrap it up? No, I uh, maybe just w- wanted to mention that the budget came out and uh, recently and so people are probably reading about it and thinking about that and uh, it just came out so we haven't had a chance to kind of digest and talk about it. But um, at my cursory review of it, I don't see anything in there really that is going to, certainly going to affect our what I think is the core issue, which is the lack of supply. Yeah. So, and I see some... Maybe little moves that were tidying up of things that were already in place right, or should right, have been right. executed. So this foreign investor situation oh is weird, God. though. Like we, I think the numbers. I mean, it's all lip yeah. service, right? People yeah. are people don't get it, but I think the number, especially in Toronto, the number of foreign investors buying was so is so low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not going to have any impact. And mm-hmm. I saw the the media interviewing all these people. How do you think it's this is going to impact you? That you know. People can't buy from out of the country. Oh, this is fantastic. I really think it's going to make a huge difference. I think it was like 1% or mm-hmm. 2% mm-hmm. or something of, of, of people buying mm-hmm. were foreign investors. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it is amazing the propaganda, right? And mm-hmm. in the, in the spin they can put on, I agree. on their things. Yeah. But uh, that's politics for you. Yep. Um, yes, so keep an eye. We'll we'll update you next month, uh, you know, on whether we've seen yeah. any One particular thing, the changes. The only final thing about that, I, I saw in the media a lot of, some talk about um, uh, changes to in it to the home buying process. And I just wanted to relay that, in fact, none of those were um, changes in the budget. They were just kind of statements or, you know, um, wishes almost there that there are no changes to things like um enforcing home inspections Uh or um you know changing the blind offer process there are no changes in that regard although it was mentioned so people think that there those were changed they were in fact not exactly and that's probably where we need to see some yeah action yeah some Mm -hmm. action in order to actually make Mm -hmm. a difference here but i guess we'll find out Mm -hmm. All right, then. Yeah, all right, then, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in, as always. And uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with uh, 
more interesting tidbits on the real estate market, <laughs> according to us. Yeah. <laughs> in our minds. <laughs> in our minds. Yeah. <laughs> We're in a bit of a vacuum over here. And we like it. <laughs> um, but of course, we're always happy to receive your comments. So feel free to reach out anytime and uh, let us know what you want to hear us mm-hmm. talk about. Have a good week and happy real estate. Happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.